whole lot better than that. And Trump might talk about four or five percent growth. This is not the kind of uh, economy and advanced economy with these right, kind of dem- right, right. demographics that are going to give you something amazing. But we're also not completely falling apart. So uh, at least we should. But we should also remember that. Yeah, go ahead. Lena. This isn't even growth. This isn't even growth. Yep. It's not the same for everyone in every in America. And that's what we. That's the wrinkles that we have to iron out following this election with policy, but it, you know, so, over the past couple so, of years, we haven't really done that. Right. So let me throw that question to you, Lynette, with 45 seconds left, plus or minus. The evening out of that uh, discrepancy in economic growth is going to fall to the next president, whoever that may be, but they will take office with a large chunk of this electorate feeling disenfranchised both economically and politically. Where do they go? That is a question that I certainly can't answer as somebody who likes to follow the numbers. What I do know is that both candidates are people who want to increase infrastructure spending. Trump wants to do it while also at the same time cutting taxes, which is like a hmm, mathematical conundrum. (laughs) But um, they both want to invest in America again. So I think that... um, you know, Hillary is a is a practiced technocrat. She hopefully hmm. will be able to get bills through Congress, um, especially in a more friendly Senate. Um, so we shall see. But investing in America, that's the hot new thing. Yeah. Future, future preference. Let what it, we can do for tomorrow. Lynette Lopez at Business Insider City Brady from the Wall Street Journal. Thanks a lot, you two. Thanks, Kai. All right. Thanks, Kai. Have a nice weekend. Ten days. Wall Street, we discussed already. Everything was pretty much calmed down by the close. We'll have the details when we do the numbers. We're going to spend some time on the program today talking about manufacturing, which, despite reports of its demise, is still a force in the American economy. About 12 percent of gross domestic product, according to the Federal Reserve, is what it makes up. That's even with all the jobs that have gone overseas and technology having changed how we make things. Los Angeles, as it happens, about as far from the Rust Belt as you can get, is the biggest manufacturing hub in this country. More than a half a million jobs here making almost everything. Goldbrecht Systems USA is in Culver City. It's about 11 miles west of Marketplace World Headquarters in downtown. The main facility is a clean, well-lit production floor, 32 workers running computerized cutting machines. It's basically a computer um, programmed system that is extremely precise and almost like a robot if you want. They make high-end, and I mean really high-end, oversized windows, advanced sliding glass doors, glass walls, really, There you go. and the like. Yeah, so we're doing national cutting right here on these machines, and they need to be cut to size um, to the size of the actual window system required for a particular residence. We right. make uh, sliding glass walls for luxury residences. It's an expensive system to make. James so Chorton is the CEO. And that's because using glazing as a structural component is a very expensive way to build a window, but a very beautiful one. Is glazing a fancy way to say glass? It is. Okay, all right. It is. Uh, you know, I've got to make sure I understand the vernacular here. All of these guys working here... Yes. Are they straight out of high school? Do they have college? What kind of training do they have? Um, it's a mix of uh, high school and college. So depending on what you do, if you're basically just a helper and you know, you're moving around right. things from, from what A to B and sorting things, typically uh, those gentlemen here would have a high school degree. 
Whereas when you're actually operating these CNC machines, you're doing a bit of programming. You have to enter everything very precisely. Huh. You have to do some calculating, a lot of thinking. You need some training for that. Give me a sense of your labor challenge. When you need to hire people to do either the machining or you know, some of the lower tech kind of things, Right. how does it go when you post a job? Do you get applicants right away? We do. Um, but unfortunately, we get a lot of applicants who do not really qualify. Huh. We find it hard to find you know, the people with the right training. You know, we would hope for a bit of a reform in the education system where, you know, the quality level is really brought up. And I think that's very important for Los Angeles in general uh, or the whole country uh, with competition, manufacturing competition coming from Asia where um, my personal feeling is people tend to be more qualified. Um, you, can't, you can't keep jobs with unskilled labor, with an unskilled labor force. And I think we have too much of that in this city for sure. And not enough is being done in that respect as far as I'm concerned. What happens to your business if we as, a, as an economy don't get those parts of the equation right? What happens here in this shop?